0: Today's episode of Turning This Car Around is brought to you by Day One. Visit dayoneapp.com to learn more. <laughs> Both together? I don't think we can do it in my 45 kids, minutes. Though. My kids are religious about
1: sex. <laughs> sex stuff. Mm,
0: maturation.
1: Oh, right, oh like, like birds and the bees and how much oh, do you okay. want to know? Do you want to have the super open relationship? second <laughs> kind of oh, oh, Open.
0: Okay. We got to start <laughs> the show. Is where
1: they tell you all about the stuff.
0: Right. Oh. Yeah. oh. I don't want to say too much.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so okay. So, all right. right. Let's start the show. I'm John Moulds. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. Welcome to Turning the Sex Boat Around.
1: <laughs>
2: that was the longest intro i think we've ever done i'll let There's it all that out.
1: pause i think i think there was john debating was turning this sex boat around no <laughs> <I say." laughs> so before he decided he couldn't say his name but you paused too there was a big pause max yeah, paused, paused as well yeah. oh i must have a giant delay
2: you're just yeah, oh you could uh because you're on the east coast skype delay yeah that's that'll happen speed of
0: light and whatnot thanks obama I'm going to say that for the rest of my life. Speaking it's of the good. speed of light, today <laughs> yeah. we're talking about... Today. Sex. <laughs> today, John. Thank you for that. Uh, my pretty much
1: every day I'm talking about sex. Mm-hmm. I,
0: I believe the last episode <laughs> we determined that I have a, a problem with Tinkerbell. And I... <laughs> I All right. And, and listening to that, episode, is it a
2: problem? Would you call it a problem well, or is some, it a
0: solution? It, well, see, yeah. So it depends on the, the angle, but I wanted to follow up and just make sure it was clear <laughs> that the mistake that I made was not, I was talking about it online. One, that's one, <laughs> one, a number two is I did not, I, I didn't into character with her, I didn't follow like I wasn't jumping into her character as Tinkerbell. I was. Oh, so you weren't like yes, ending her. I, I was just sort of like, here's an actor playing Tinkerbell. This right. is this is a. a you person. were trying to talk to the actor, not to Tinkerbell. Correct. you uh, like,
1: yeah, you got to talk. You're to like, Tinkerbell. hey, Tink, when do you get off?
0: And t- where can mm. we go? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was where do I get off? The point That's, is, yeah. <laughs> is that the point is, is I made a mistake there. And I just wanted to come clean and clear with that portion of the Tinkerbell conversation. I appreciate that. And I think it really is. It's a nice f- bit of follow-up to with today's topic. Sex. Yeah.
1: So there's, there's a lot of parts to sex as far as I've been told, but <laughs> there are the, yes, moving parts. The question I was thinking about was yes. The question I was thinking about is, you know, how do you talk to your kids about sex? Have you talked to your kids about sex? And then even beyond that, once your kids are you know a little bit older, and they're starting to think about relationships and stuff, you know, how open a relationship do you want with your kids? Not in a creepy way, Maltz, but um, <laughs> you know you could have. Thank you for that. You could have your Being kids singled out saying, you, know, um, <laughs> you know, you know, there's some parents like Lorelai Gilmore would talk to her daughter Lorelai Gilmore on on what was that uh, was it called the, Girl <laughs> I thought was I the show actually the eponymous um, but they would uh you know they would talk to each other about everything so you know the daughter would say hey i had sex with my boyfriend today and you're like man i hope i can have a relationship with my kids We'd be like hey i had sex with my boyfriend today but then you start to think do i want that relationship with my daughters and i don't know
0: yeah there's those new ads for HBO Go that hit oh, this week. Oh, so good. So good, yes. right? They're so unbelievably good. And I think, Lex, they talk, they speak to exactly what you're mentioning here. In the ads, they show the saucy and spicy scenes from HBO series, particularly related to sex. And they show teenagers watching the show on their television and then their parents kind of passing through the room or sitting with them and watching. And it's really well done, hilarious. But I think, because I be, and I've been there, uh, yeah,
2: yeah, deaf comedy jam with my mom. Have. Let's just
0: yeah, yeah. watching deaf comedy jam, and um, uh, I can't remember who it was talking about oral sex. Great moment with the moms right there. <laughs> not awkward at all. No, certainly not. Yeah, as as I, I posted a link to that on
2: my website, and I mentioned that my wife uh went and saw Boogie Nights with her mother in the theater.
0: I can't even. I can't I, Which, like you said
2: i can't even imagine
1: it's,
0: <laughs> yeah. it's just
2: awful that's I where just, i got it yeah. from
0: john was you no,
2: that's where i saw no, them. so thank you just, yeah it. spreading the information getting the word out
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> that's Who right the lord's word. <laughs> i just i don't know like on the one hand uh, certainly you know uh, watching a sex scene with the parents is definitely awful i've done that I am careful. We were just, I was just visiting my parents in Tucson with the family, and we were just simply watching episodes of The Good Wife. You're thinking, hey, it's television. How bad can it be? And then, like, there's uh, women uh, performing oral sex acts on each other in the middle of this episode of The Good Wife. I'm sorry, that's like, The Good on. Wife, you say? Yeah. Good, uh, what episode yes. was that? And Season yeah. spelled
2: just like it sounds.
1: <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's a great show, actually, uh, for more than that. <laughs> Uh, especially, <laughs> uh, so anyway, but so, you know, that's, that's definitely awkward and I wouldn't want to, no matter how close I am with my kids, I do not want to watch sex scenes with them that yeah. I'm sure of, but I am curious about, you know, when's the right time to talk to them about sex stuff and then how, like I said, how open do I want them to be?
2: Uh, not very, I think <laughs> I would, I, I don't think like super open. Yeah. I don't, I don't I don't need my son coming in and telling me that he is Yes, recently. Sweet bro. (laughs) High five. Yeah. I mean, you know, if if he had a specific question, which he's never going to come to me with.
0: (laughs) He's he's a boy. I would like
2: to you know, imagine that I'm pretending to be open to that kind of thing.
0: They make books now, right? Right. Yeah. There are books. (laughs) I was going to say it's different. I think it's more difficult for men for whatever reason that like men and boys. It's I think it's more awkward to have the conversation or at least. It certainly was for my father and me. Um, but for if I had a son, I think it would be an awkward conversation. I would try not to make it awkward, but I don't think it I don't think i could I could avoid it. I think it would be very awkward.
2: I never got a conversation. Hmm. yeah, i I'm still not exactly <laughs> sure what's going on. I
1: had two conversations. I guess I didn't pay <laughs> enough attention <laughs> <laughs> like, the first time my dad wanted to explain to me, I was pretty young. And my mom was there and she said, I did it with the girls. You have to do it with the son. And my dad starts the conversation by saying, you know how the car pulls into the garage? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Imagine
2: the car pulling into the garage and backing out and then pulling into the garage and backing out.
1: (laughs) Careful with the clutch work. But the, the, the better sex talk that we had was my dad was driving me to a Philadelphia Phillies game. Now, my dad doesn't like baseball, and I don't like baseball, so why we were doing this to ourselves, I don't know. But we're driving to a Philadelphia Phillies game, which for us would have been about a an 80-minute drive. And it was close to the time when I was going to go to summer camp. We said, Lex, you, you're going to be going to sleepaway camp soon. And, you know, uh, a lot of boys there are going to want to talk about sex, so I want to talk to you a little bit about it. And so I immediately say, well, why would they want to talk about sex? And he's like, well, that's a great question. I don't know. And that's about when my dad decided, <laughs> oh, yeah. no, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Do you like gladiator movies? <laughs> this conversation is over, son. Oh, man. Do you like Turkish baths? Like, I think that it's inevitable that when you have that element of the sex talk, like when you're really getting to the mechanics, it's impossible for it not to be awkward. Yes. Although, you yes, know, my so wife, okay. my wife has, like, had, my wife has gotten
2: into this a couple of times so that when, you know, when Hank has asked, she will actually give a like a like a real explanation. Um, so we've never we've never done. I mean, you know, we, as crazy as it is that we've done, you know, like Santa and the Easter Bunny and well, how much we've lied to him in many other mm-hmm. ways. We, you know, we're oh, he's never had like, a, you know, never imagined the stork. It's like we've had to explain the stork to him as <laughs> you know, like it's just a thing that some people tell their kids. <laughs> um, right, but she, well, yeah, I mean, she, um, you uh, know, she says the man puts his penis in the woman's of China.
1: <laughs> wait, that's how it works. <laughs> Hold the phone.
0: It's the middle oh, hole. Jesus like, Christmas son, uh, You have three kids, so I'm assuming you've successfully done this a couple of times at least. We thought times. that was safe. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah so well, that's we yeah. Know where the that <laughs> <And> explains <laughs> your problem.
1: <laughs> i i mean we won't lie to our kids about it when they ask and they have asked the older two have asked we're not going to make stuff up but we will you know you do the thing where you try to gauge what are you really asking it's kind of why do you want to know or a little bit what do you think where do you think babies come from or if they say the stork then i know okay i've got some explains to do and if they say from mom's bellies i'm like yes that's right babies grow inside mom's mm-hmm. belly and they say well had the baby get there Go to your room. Say, well, how do you think the baby gets there? <laughs> yeah. When the, I say, how do you think the baby gets there? And this, I've had the conversation with two daughters. And each time they said, oh, I don't know. And so with with Anya, and this answer worked for her and she still has stuck to it. Now at some point I'll have to undo the damage here, I guess. But I told her that it's simply, it comes from love. So, you know, when, when the mommy and the daddy love each other. Um, which is true. Love is a verb. That's uh, uh, true. Just yeah. so. When mom and dad yeah. love each other, then that's, be, yeah. that they can choose to put the the baby in the in the belly. And she's like, oh, cool. And so she Anya has simply internalized the babies come from love. Sierra would love more specifics. And my thing is, I want to just give her kind of an overview, even though she's she's five. Like I wanna I don't want to get more detail than necessary, but she that answer is not enough for her. She would like to know a little bit more. And what we've said to her is basically we need to think about how best to explain it. That's a totally fair question, and we're going to work on that and then get back to you. When you say that, the idea is you have to get back to her, but we have multiple times taken the bullshit easy way out of, hey, she forgot to re-ask, so let's just let it go.
0: Let it go. Uh, uh, there's a book that's pretty you know, detailed and graphic, but it's not human graphic. It uses like pets and... Oh, God, what is the name of that book too? Um, Dogs Do by <laughs> Doctor Seuss. No, it's, it's not doggy porn. It's uh, oh shit, it's like old too. It was out in the seventies, I think. Kind of part of the right. you know, let's talk to our kids frankly about sex <laughs> movement, which I believe was birthed in the seventies. I'm not sure, but I, well, how was it birthed? We Love. Well, a cesarean, <laughs> a cesarean, I believe yeah, uh, Really messy cesarean. Anyway, the, I think it's not how to talk to your kids about sex, but it's something along those lines. But you read the book with your kid and there's pictures like here's a dog and he has a penis and here's a girl dog and whatever. And and it's all fun and games and it's light. It's not like, and then you're going to need some lube. You know, there's no, they don't jump to that ever. Um, So it's safe. in, In other words, is what I'm getting at, I think for some of our <laughs> listeners it might not be safe mm. so nsfw listeners <laughs> even though the explicit and comedy tags apparently aren't enough andrew what happened to carl i like carl carl <laughs> larry uh and so point is uh that book has been read to my girls uh, by their mother yeah. <laughs> and so I got out of that one. You got the audio book. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Our Audible pick for today is. <laughs>
0: but, but I was thinking Completely about Completely
2: gets you out of having a having sex talk. Just get them an Audible book. <laughs>
0: uh, if you have any questions, I'm here. But you should just... just <laughs> listen to this. Uh, my dad, the only talk he ever had with me, ever, was in a doctor's office where... You mean on um, this yes. topic? No, <laughs> no, not just <laughs> not, not just random talking. just about sex,
1: son. I've been waiting eighteen years to speak to you, and here's the
0: one yeah. thing I'd like to um, discuss. <laughs> so, is that what your voice sounds like? It sounds really strange. Wow are you Are you actually my dad for real? <laughs> uh, no, I was in the, uh, the office, and it was in a at the clinic we had growing up. It was sort of like here's the girl uh, clinic room where they had the female anatomy on the wall and like the you know all the little diagrams with everything all labeled you know here's the ovaries here's the uterus you know et cetera et cetera and my dad was like uh so uh you know the deal here got any questions <laughs> swear to god that's it this Done. is pretty self explanatory right I'm like yes I've been reading tampon uh yeah. literature for some time now so I understand how that all works tampon <laughs> literature sisters thank god for sisters yeah. is it, That's not creepy, right? And do we lose Lex?
1: No, you, you didn't lose me.
2: Okay. No, I had to learn it on the streets. I had to learn it on the
0: is streets. It, I'm,
1: I, I was mostly stunned, silent. Oh, well, it's, it, <laughs> at, starting at about
0: 10, I had a research project. And it was like, what happened was in, I can't remember what grade it was, but we had a, uh incubator in class. And we were going to incubate eggs. And... This one kid would not take the teacher's answer. He just wouldn't let up. And so the the question was, why do you need a rooster with the chickens? And he kept asking. And the teacher's like, you just do. You just need the rooster. The rooster has to be a part of this. And it was, I everybody started getting really, un- I mean, as kids, we were uncomfortable. And he wouldn't explain why he needed the cock? Is that is that what's <laughs>
2: <laughs> thanks, dice. Look, look. Like you just need a lot of cock, okay?
1: <laughs> None of these are valid episode titles, by the way. I just want to put that out
2: there. Right oh come on!
1: Ah! Oh my god!
0: <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Well, why do you? Why do you need the rooster? Is a good one. He wouldn't. Why you need the rooster? He wouldn't answer it, and. You know, there may have been legal reasons for that. There may have been sure. just religious ones, because I was at the time, you know, in a very Mormon community. And they they have kind of a thing about sex, or they did, um, until I got to Brigham Young. And then I had the most frank conversations ever with my clergy, and it was kind of awesome. But um, the in, in whatever grade I was in, fifth, fourth, sixth, whatever it was, that was a thing. and And I started my research project then. That's when I was like, okay, I got to start with the, with the reference books, with the encyclopedias, with the dictionaries. I need to start looking this stuff up because something's up with this. <laughs> it's clear that the rooster... Is likes, important. The, the rooster. rooster crows at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I lear- both learned how to use reference materials. But why
2: does the rooster crow at
1: midnight? Right. So uh, what I remember, though, from my health class, which I think was seventh grade, and the teacher's name was Mr. Fake who was also one of the gym teachers and (coughs) Mr. Fake said, you know, somewhere early on, (laughs) not his real name. Yeah. Mr. Fake said, you know, everybody, you can write down as many questions as you have on a piece of paper and put it in this box because sometimes questions are awkward or embarrassing to ask and it's fine. Write these down. And with these questions, and I will read them aloud, and I'll provide the answers. So he's going through question is, after question oh after question. He's giving answers. And then he gets to one question. He opens it yep. up. <laughs> and the question is, can you run out of sperm? Uh, can you run out of semen, for example, by masturbating too much? And <laughs> the cl-
0: oh. the
1: class already starts dying. And then one kid, I'll out this kid too, Nick Zerby calls out... <laughs> Calls out nice <laughs> don't don't use it up yet and the class dies even more it was a pretty good joke and um mr fake said well we're done and i, I was upset because i once the question was asked now i had to start worrying about it too Right? yeah right like, yeah and yeah what's he hiding freaking answer and he's like okay we're done it planted the seed all you <laughs> yeah. could do is say no right the question Sorry. the question was you know uh, the question itself wasn't a problem. It was the class's reaction to the question that was the problem for him, sure. as far as I could tell. But then he wouldn't answer. He, but he stopped all of it. So like all the other anonymous questions didn't, didn't get answered either. So there's <laughs> so there's a lot I still don't know because <laughs> Mr. Fake didn't know. <laughs> oh, god, that guy. He had a big mustache too. So of know. course he did. That's the guy you want to learn about. Sure. First
0: <laughs> the guy with the big mustache. Did they,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, at what point did they start calling it maturation?
1: Uh, see, you called it that before, but I don't know what it is. I, I never heard that. Term. Wait, yeah, what is, I mean, yeah, what, is that?
0: Maturation is puberty? the public education. Oh. Yeah, it's it's basically preparing the, the fifth graders for for puberty. It's the the or oh, the name awesome for the education process? Presented. Yes, oh. the they
1: call it maturation instead of sex ed, basically.
0: Yeah, instead of, you know, sex or puberty, it's maturation. And uh, I guess that's that's a great you know innocuous name for it, but I didn't I don't remember what it was called. I, it was not called maturation when I was a kid. I think it was called "Don't touch yourself, <laughs> don't look at anything." The saints or the saints <laughs> will cry. Yeah, in the bikini areas, do not. In the swimsuit areas, do not look at those. Those, please. Now that's what it was.
1: I'm going to get maybe a little awkward here, but I genuinely want to know what is sex? <laughs> no, uh, is the <laughs> Um, can you run out of sperm <laughs> god damn it somebody tell me <laughs> the uh what are you comfortable with your kids doing over time like while they're still kids basically like i know when people say when's your daughter old enough to date or like when she's 40 but they're kids they're gonna start dating and hooking up at some point point. and would you counsel Avoid premarital sex? Would you try to avoid that conversation altogether? Can they do whatever they want? You're just gonna mm. say, here's condoms and here's spermicide and here's information on how to be safe. <laughs> like what's your
0: comfort level? Uh very uncomfortable.
2: going
0: have That's the like red. The I'm gonna have the red cross-parachute
2: right? cross a box into him. <laughs> that has everything that he needs. Yeah. Oh, where did that come from? Um I I certainly I'm certainly not going to counsel him not going to counsel him not to have premarital sex because that seems unfair (laughs) (laughs) since i in fact had premarital sex so what that
0: seems uh, cruel and unusual yeah Uh, I, i i think it's normal for kids to experiment and have questions and i think the earlier you talk the better it is so My oldest had questions pretty early, I think six or seven. And and we started talking then. We, uh, you know, uh, there was, there wasn't talk of like masturbation or any of that. It was just, here's what sex is. Here's, you know, so we gave cutesy names to the uh, reproductive organs.
1: (laughs) Could I hear what those names were, please? Yes,
0: they've been published online. So I'm happy to share them here uh, uh, bunky. So wash your bunky, um, is the bath time term for that, uh, in trying to promote good (laughs) hygiene. For example, uh, don't let people touch your bunky, which is a, you know, that's, that's been told. And I think that's important too. It's like boundaries, you know, like, um, you know, no one should touch you there unless your mom and dad are with you in a doctor's office, basically for now. That's, that's, where it is now. Uh, but but with the oldest, now she knows that that, that area is now called the Volva and that, you know, there's the, the rest of the names she knows, I think. Um, haven't really talked. Hey, hey, how about those labia? I haven't, you know, <laughs> okay. haven't gotten to that place yet, but. Personally, I'm a big fan of labia, but not, oh, it's
1: just me. Okay.
0: But now, not, you know, my, not, not your that's kids. with a, right. an adult consensual right. situation, not a uh, yeah. Now, if, so, if girls have a bunkie, note.
1: you have, I think I actually remember. Bunker. This. No, that's not what it was. If uh, my recollection no. from from the internet is that your kids, your girls had a bunkie and you had like a snuffle up I guess, or something.
0: Uh, that was part, well, mm, yes and no, because I was part of the generation. I think we covered this on a previous episode, but, um, I was circumcised and, um, so I'm technically not a (laughs) up. Wow. Wow. This is getting really specific. Okay. I, I look, uh, you know, in terms uh, of, you know, jokey names, I, I don't know if you, either of you know this, but my vasectomy was written about, um on the internet so Mm. uh i've kind of got aren't they all (laughs) they should be no no, and i don't resent that or anything that's not coming from that place right but it's just i'm my comfort level with it is sort of like well right it's out there okay there you go um also if any men are on the fence about vasectomies go for it it's awesome all right i'll call this afternoon (laughs) (sighs) i'm just saying if you're on the fence (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Vysectomy. Joe's Joe's Shack. (laughs) Let us
2: make a vast deference in your life off off five (laughs) ninety five. God, that joke comes out every time. Yeah, (gasps) I can't help it.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Okay, so so my comfort level with talking about this with my girls is not where probably where it should be i should be a little more comfortable with it but <laughs> but it's uh, we're moving away from the cutesy stuff with the oldest one obviously i mean that that move has actually happened quite a while ago <laughs> yeah um, i'm
1: sorry sweetheart but it's no longer your monkey,
0: right <laughs> um but i have a four-year-old so it's still that's the monkey and um <laughs> and i i would love to share a whole bunch of great stories around this but i just don't think that's appropriate right now yeah, uh, I and, and I, that's um, fine you know you know, so
1: yeah. we we use, just, nicknames let's just for just bathroom stuff. I don't mean to cut you off because I want to know what you're about to say. We use nicknames for bathroom stuff, but we've always just referred to the parts by their names. And so that's led to interesting confusion. Like, um, you know, or not even confusion, but just comments that you wouldn't, that sound even weirder because we're not using cutesy euphemisms. Like, you know, I have to make sure I wash my vagina is like, in many ways more awkward sounding than I have to make sure I wash my bunky. I don't know. But uh, we just we stuck with the regular names for those parts
0: i think that's probably advisable but my sister did that with, with the boys i was like close to that family when i was um, when they were being taught about this stuff so i got you know i had the inside baseball with them um i was i spent a couple summers with my sister when i was in college and her boys were she was teaching them about their bodies and so i got to see how that was done my other, fam- my other family members and their kids, I didn't really see much, but with her I did, and she was very frank and open, and I thought that was that was cool. I thought that was good, smart, and good. So, what I was going to say earlier, Lex, is that the the girls' parts are bunky, but Marlo is convinced it's all bunkies. So, girls mm. bunkies, boys bunkies, and they're different. And
1: interesting,
0: you know, yeah. So. The other thing is, is that uh, modesty is starting, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah.
0: the The whole modesty thing is kicking in now too. So, um, Marla will say, "Don't see me. I don't want you to see me." What she means by that is, see me without my clothes on, even though I'm helping her get her pants on for school, and you know, whatever, and bathing her, because she's she cannot be left in the tub. There's just <laughs> that's going to be a problem. So you know there's it's kind of this learning about uh boundaries around body stuff and um i'm trying to figure out how do i get to how do i get to the next place which is the comfortable place like how do i get comfortable about, about uh, yeah whatever blah 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 thing with the parts you know i don't know my my parents call them parts washer parts <laughs> You're naughty bits. <laughs> okay. Mm, right. Which, that was fantastic. When I heard that for the first time on uh, Monty Pythons, yeah. <laughs> that was the best ever day of my life. <laughs> I uh, I don't know.
1: It's, um, what I would say is that. And, and I, then you had to I, run I, out we, and we,
2: look up Edward Heath. We, <laughs> we, where, the, we, where the hell is been, Edward
1: Heath?
0: <laughs> Why is Monty
2: Python so concerned about his naughty bits?
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Anyway, go ahead, sorry.
1: Oh, no, that's okay. But we we I mean we use the the regular names and the uh, occasionally the parts get talked about a lot. What I like is the 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 young confusion that's really totally recognizable, understandable confusion. And when I can clarify that and try to make it as non awkward as possible, like when I was mentioning to my son that, Oh no, your sister is peeing. He says, but how, how can Sierra pee? She doesn't have a penis. And like, Mm. it's a totally reasonable question. I was like, Oh, well actually she's got this other thing and she pees with that. And that's what girls have. And boys, you and I, we have these penises, aren't they great? And he says, uh, so then we, you know, you get to do the rundown and he's like, well, uh, so if boys have a penis, does that mean that grandpa has a penis? Yes, it does. And so grandma has a vagina. Yes, that's right too. Let's keep talking about grandpa and grandma's genitalia, shall we, son? And so I just, <laughs> I appreciate the, um, like, you only get to do that once. And uh, like, yeah, it's good. I'm just going to pause here while we decide whether there's a sponsor. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <Pausing>. <laughs>
0: pause. Sorry. Uh, I, I'm also going to paste where did I come from? Uh, the link to that is in our little chat cool. here. Oh, if that's you, the book. Um, let me check. We,
1: we've, we've ordered some books. While you're looking, I'll, I'll say this. We've ordered some books. When Sierra was really asking and we said, we're going to get back to you on the answer to this, we, we got some books. Uh, and I believe they're probably still hidden above the refrigerator where I put them when they arrived since we haven't actually... Had the talk itself yet?
2: The secret area of shame where everything goes that the kids can't find.
1: (laughs) Where did I come from? A vagina. Any other questions? Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we all return, son. (laughs) I'm looking inside Where Did I Come From on (laughs) Amazon.com and it's pretty great. I especially like the page of the stork reading the book.
0: We should somehow find a way to segue into this
1: the reason you want your kids to know about sex is because you want them to know about something that eventually they're really going to like is going to make them feel really good hey speaking of things <laughs> that make you feel
0: really good <laughs> that's amazing lex that's really some wow professionalism that's yeah that's
2: really i don't i don't, I don't even know what to well, do with I
1: that
0: deal, I, I deal with podcasts mm-hmm. for a living so you do that's
1: right Hmm. I was going to say day one. Are you guys I am, and one? I
0: love it. And then there's this. So tell me more. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about what has consumed me for the past nine months, and it's not a gestating baby. <laughs> it's. It is, I thought it was going to be sex. No, Go ahead. It is the settlement of my mother's estate. And so we've been, uh, we tried to sell the house and it needed some work, so we, did, we took it off the market and did the work. And that's taken a long time, and it was a very expensive. And so I was documenting it because I was like, there's a real catharsis about it for me to go to my mom's house and basically take her out of it. All the fashion and design choices, I guess not fashion, but the interior design fashion choices she made and basically just neutralize it. Because that's what you're supposed to do when you sell a house, I've heard, according to the television. So Right. I have had this kind of cathartic experience in going out and like, you know, working on the house. And I have a large family, so we've all taken turns. And, and uh, I've got a, a sibling that lives out of state and he wanted updates, so I've been taking pictures. And I thought, you know, I need to be writing about this. So I started journaling about it um, in day one and doing pictures. And it's been really awesome to see the transformation of the house. And to also note the 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 closure of Uh, this part of my mom's life. And I don't want to be all sad and and morose about it because it's not like that. It's like, it's a true catharsis. You know, it's like early on, I was like, oh God, I hate coming out here because my mom's not here anymore. And then as time passed, it was like, I could remember, you know, as I was painting a certain room or as we were doing work in a certain room, I could remember a memory from that room. And I did not grow up in the house. So these are all adult memories. And um, it just was really, it's been really nice to, Document that in a private way and then be able to go back and read it and look at it and also put pictures in and have the pictures like time stamped and everything it's pretty sweet do
2: you do most of that in on the Mac version or on the uh iPhone version
0: I use i, I have all three I've got the iPad the iPhone, and the Mac version and so what I'll do is on location yeah. I would take pictures with the phone and put them into day one there and then I would go back on the Mac when I got back uh-huh. and I would yeah I would i like type stuff up yeah and add Sometimes some I would using...
1: You must have been doing yeah. that because of the uh, the seamless sync between the iOS and Mac versions. I've,
0: I've... That, thank you, yeah, just, thank you. let I use Dropbox to sync between the three, <laughs> although it does also uses iCloud.
1: Now, how did you know where the photographs were taken? Were they all like? Yeah, so I geotag? turned on,
0: uh, <laughs> you know, location services oh. on my phone, <laughs> and. Yes, they were geotagged. I was just
1: saying the the app saves all that stuff and if if you wanted I'm just I'm not saying you do, but I'm saying if you wanted to know the weather on a given day you had been at your mom's house and you had yeah. notated with day one would the app be capable of recording that yes song you were listening to yes,
0: it would yes, it would Lex. wow and um,
1: let's say I'm one of the heathens who hasn't yet gotten day
0: one for my Mac or my iOS device. where do I go to learn more? Mr. Maltz, can you share that information because I think I've dominated this ad read <laughs> You would go to dayoneapp.com.
2: Dayoneapp.com.
1: And it really is.
0: It's a beautiful app. It's beautiful on the phone. It's and go now, app.
2: really. You should get it. Yeah. You should get it because it's a great app. And we all, all three of us use it.
1: And it's made us better My parents. favorite feature, truly. My favorite feature truly is it, 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 the very gentle reminder I get it says, Hey, it doesn't say it this way, but this is how I interpret it. Hey, jerk face. You said you were going to write in this thing. It's time. Do it already. <laughs> and so then I do. I'm like, all right, you have changed.
0: Me. It, like, but yeah. it's a nicer. It's, Hey, it's time to write in your journal in your day one. That's right. Yeah.
1: I told my
2: wife, I told my w- wife that I was using it to like, tr- you know, kind of keep track of like how many steps I was taking right. uh, every day. It's sort of like a, you know like a fitbit would do or something and she looked at me like she's like who are you and what have you done with my husband
1: <laughs> i told my wife i'm using it to long <laughs> since when do you keep track of like, things like that i told my wife since i got day one every time i won an argument <laughs> <laughs> argument tracking Perfect. that's a great use case
2: totally. right there yeah you can go back and then you can go back and figure out like you know what somebody said <laughs> which is, you know, which actually is something that I've said that I've used it, or suggested that it be used for right. before in like a work setting. Like if you're having document, problems, document, <laughs> document. <laughs> if you work for GitHub,
1: <laughs> maybe you want to get oh, day man. one. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Like I, I have to say, I'm, I'm segueing out here a little bit, dayoneapp.com to learn more. I'm segueing out, though, as I say. If the day that I do have the sex talk with the kids, like the real actual, we're, we're having the sex talk, sex talk, that's not going in the day one app journal. I don't want to remember it. I think I just, I think it's a bandaid. We're going to have it, get it over with and move on.
2: See, we've already kind of had it. I mean, to at least the, like the basic information. Right. I mean, there's, there's more, there's more information around the act that needs he's to be not. I'm he's sure. Ten? But I forget, um, ten. he's 10, he's 10. And you know, and she just like, she, yeah, apparently, her mother was very open with her about it. Although she was, um, open with how it happened, but um, very, <laughs> very clear that it only it only mm. worked between uh, a man and a woman when they were <laughs> married.
1: So, and um, honestly, I, where I, I'm a little conflicted on that premarital sex question. I feel like maybe you do teach it that way early on. This Is my instinct, and I'm not saying I think this is right because I'm, I'm conflicted, but I could see the argument for saying tell your kids you know it's for something that married couples do, and that that's when they would do it is when they were married too. And then as they get older, they realize that that's not possible, and maybe they talk about it with, <laughs> that it's not required that they be married, and maybe they talk about it, and it's maybe not they don't, I don't know,
2: <laughs> but it's quite possible you don't know yeah. anything about biology,
1: but uh, I don't know. Uh, I can see the appeal of not saying just, and by the way, when you find attractive people, of the opposite sex or of the same sex, depending, just feel free to have as much sex uh,
0: with them as you'd like. Um, there's a lot of friends <laughs> my, that are, uh, that my girls are around at their mother's house. Um, there's an assistant who works there who is homosexual and he's awesome. But so there's, there's friends and there's, you know, there's like part of the community kind of is there. And so I've tried to be a little bit less uh, about marriage between men and women in terms of people being in love. That there are people who like people of the same gender. And so there's like someone, you know, like the assistant or whatever. And so um I've tried to include that as a way to teach because I've kind of figure that um one of the ways that I can help end the bullshit about homophobia, homophobia. <laughs> homophobia. Uh, is to teach, right. To teach, to teach that it's okay. Is make up words for it now to my girls. that's, that's one thing I can do to help move that forward. And so, uh, and, and teach, you know, openness is to talk about it that way. So typically what I've done Lex is say, well, you know, when people are in love, they want to be together. And that's how the, the conversation kind of uh stays is that people are together we haven't really talked about the marriage and then sometimes they get married and so the the news about gay marriage is kind of of interest to my oldest and so we've had some of those conversations too that the law you know is changing and the country is starting to change and it's a big deal and and it's an exciting time et cetera etc and and so that's helped that conversation a little bit. I think the talk about masturbation, there was like a brief mention of it sort of like, well, you know, it's sex feels good, but I don't think we've had like the Frank, like, Hey, you know, like if, if a kid, if one of my children was like openly touching themselves (laughs) in public, I would say you need to do that at home and be alone when you do it. and. I wouldn't make it like a yeah. thing or like awful or yeah. Like, oh, stop doing that; it's evil. I'd be like, "Hey, right, that's great." But um, yeah, right. you want to do that in your little privacy. And and I was I should note, I was raised that um, there's a famous Mormon talk about masturbation by uh, a guy named Boyd K. Packer. <laughs> exactly, of course. Mormons are big on the three names and or the middle <laughs> initial, so. And by the way, he, that man is from my hometown. He had this whole thing and I was there when he gave the talk and it later became a leaflet that the church put out to give to teenagers about masturbation and how you shouldn't do it. One, I think there was a supplemental piece that went with that about tying your hands to your bedposts, which... Which is kind of awesome for the B- BDSNM people oh, because God. that gets you like an early start, you know, in that track. So it's sort of like <laughs> from the church perspective, I guess you're, you're damned if you do, that if you don't. But um, anyway, that was the era that I grew up in was that masturbation was evil and you shouldn't do it. And they later came out with this super slick film about like, you know, this, oh God, it was awful. It was, and I watched that with my parents and holy shit, that was awkward. Because, you know, I didn't want to admit that I had never touched myself at ever. Oh, yeah. I'm sh- At 14 or whatever it was. And so we were supposed to watch this <laughs> church movie about sex and masturbation uh, with your parents. Ugh, I totally yeah. forgot about that till right now. Oh, I have got so much to talk about with my therapist. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Yes. I'm, oh, I for, totally forgot about that. It was like a church produced thing. And it was like so many, so many repressed memories. I got to find this now. I'm Googling. After we get off the show, I am so Googling. Show notes are going to be awesome, John.
1: My parents never had a talk with me about masturbation. Uh, I discovered that one on my own. And then... Nice. (laughs) The the only talk uh, that they did have was like, um, it's weird that you're uh, stealing mom's fashion magazines.
0: (laughs) And I would guess of that era, there's some awesome shots in those. Like
1: oh my god you oh yeah. yeah that was the internet back Sears in the catalog
0: <laughs> yep yeah the catalogs <laughs> oh, it, and it was the
1: victoria's <laughs> secret catalog more than oh man else. in the
0: 80s that shit was all strange yeah, well, yeah, but... women it was amazing See, mm. the, the, but prior to that victoria's secret actually did not do as much airbrushing
1: yeah this was actually it wasn't all airbrushed there were some that were very clearly airbrushed but there were, you could also understand more anatomy than i
0: was completely mm-hmm. able to say. yeah those like my mom got those catalogs and she she was like if I was lucky I could intercept them and stash them somewhere and she didn't buy that stuff like the you know she was in her 50s at the time and her 40s and <laughs> like what and uh yeah but she would trash them should they were out they were removed but I had a few I stashed
1: Why why did I stop receiving my Victoria's Secret catalog my mom must have yeah. <laughs> yeah very strange mm-hmm.
2: yeah that's a whole other yeah I mean vintage (laughs) vintage porn vintage Vintage trying to get porn
1: yeah you know and that wouldn't even talk about though is how the heck do you talk to your kids about safely using the internet like I'm just assuming that my kids if they want to see porn they're going to see plenty of porn and uh, I don't I I just don't want them to see it too young and I want them to understand what they are and aren't seeing and what they're how to have realistic expectations and
2: and see yeah (laughs) Something that's good as opposed to something that's really horrible. Right, <laughs>
1: I'll, sh- I'll show them which porn to watch. I'm not a that's monster. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I remember we were standing when I was a, like a young teenager standing in line for Star Wars, I believe. Um, and the, the line snaked around back into the alley. And um, we were standing there and we look around and we just we found this like piece of piece of film. And it's like, and it's like, and it was, there's me and my two buddies and there's three cells on this piece of film and I, and we hold it up and look it up and it, and it's this guy having sex with two women. <laughs> you know, it's clearly from his 1970s porn movie. You know, the guy's got a big mustache and there are these two women with him and we're just like, oh my God, you know, we had struck gold and there were three of us and there were three cells and we just cut it into three pieces and each took a cell. <laughs>
0: awesome that
2: was yeah so that was like that was how we got porn back
0: then i think we should do this as two parts so this should be part one okay because i don't think there's more i think there's this is a rich area (laughs) there's definitely more material here we've
1: only scratched the back (laughs)
0: that's right
2: scratched the hairy back of this one scratched a lot of (laughs) started to think about scratching
0: some inches, and i've got some tinkerbell to a search after this also
1: <laughs> well you you keep my interest i am i am aroused no, <laughs> oh, you i got nothing <laughs> i look forward to next week